episode 82 we're here live on youtube with you we have watched the film from preseason week one and two yep pretty rough stuff well we put a lot of video clips up on the twitter and our twitter is another jags pod so make sure you follow us on twitter we're also on facebook instagram another jags podcast trying to get more active there but you know how it is so we are sitting here ready to go we're super excited about tonight's episode you know why why is that because the offense scored a touchdown. Did it? Yeah. This is okay. the first time we can talk about a touchdown. Wow. Took a while. A long time. It did take a long time. Yeah. But what didn't take a long time was for Will Richardson to work himself into the starting lineup. Okay. <laughs> I know you were a little, you were a little you hesitant about that going? one. No, not <laughs> at all. you think that's where I was going with that? <clears throat> I know you're not the biggest fan of Will Richardson. Yeah. Well, I'm just surprised. You think he has a little technique issues here and there? Yeah. By technique issues, I mean like he doesn't really know how to use his... Hands. Is anything worse than Can though, honestly? I do like Can as a guy. He's a cool dude. And he's health. We always say the best ability is availability. That's true. He's always healthy. But God, he's not a very good. But we did re-sign him. Yeah. We appreciate you guys being here on the live show. We didn't really advertise this. We probably won't have a lot of YouTube questions because we didn't tell anybody we were going to do this. So the only way you got an alert is if you are subscribed to us. So if you're watching this video later and you didn't get an alert, that means you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel. So go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to it so that you get a notification whenever we go live because we try to record every Wednesday night, but then we also record randomly throughout the week because Mike has no set schedule in his life whatsoever. Yeah, zero. So we are here talking about the nothing. So tell me, what was the most impressive thing about the game with the Eagles. The most impressive thing. For you. Uh, I don't know if there really was a most impressive thing. Uh, I thought the defensive line looked pretty good overall. But at the worst, I think we have a, the second best defensive line in the NFL. It's deep. There's getting players that we cut that are going to definitely be making players rosters. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. So probably that, I guess. I don't think there's anything that was too particularly great. We're going to play this little game. Okay. I'll give you the name. You tell me if he makes the team. Okay. And if he doesn't make the team, you tell me if he gets signed somewhere else. Okay. Tay okay. Hayes. I think he makes the... Does he make the Jaguars? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Oof. Oh, God. He's a little undersized, but he's played really he's well played really, last preseason. He played really well last game. Yeah. And the game before he had an interception as well. Yeah, he did. They did throw a back shoulder on him. I noticed he did get called for a pass interference when really it was like a holding because he couldn't defend the back shoulder because he's a little undersized. Yeah. Is that a player that you maybe groomed to take over for Hayden? I mean... Hayden's got a year left on his contract. Man, I th- I don't I don't think so. I think they're yeah. gonna probably. I think he gets cut, but I think he ends up with another team somewhere. He, okay. I mean, he had an interception like we said last week, but this week he did drop an interception when they did that wide receiver end around and the wide receiver threw the ball. He dropped the interception, and that was kind of disappointing because that could have really helped his cause to yeah. make the team if he would have caught that. But I like the guy; he's a good player and a like, little guy. Yeah, yeah, I like him. He really is. All right, next player, Leonard Wester. Hopefully not. I mean, I don't mean to root against the guy, but I don't think he should be playing for any NFL teams. Leonard Wester had one of the worst offensive line performances I've ever yeah. seen in a game. I saw, as soon as we hired, uh, what is it, Warhop from the Buccaneers, all over Reddit, I follow a pretty good amount of Buccaneer fans. They were ripping it. I don't know how we go from Pat Flaherty. He wasn't very good in his own right to yeah. possibly a downgrade. So 
and he's he coached Western in uh, Tampa Bay. They should both go back. Anytime that like you notice offensive line play is not a good thing. Is not good. Never. Yeah, I was I kind of so I kind of got locked onto him in the first half, like his play specifically. Yeah, and I was noticing that he was either getting beat or holding on every single play. He's very bad. And that is not what you want from a guy uh, like Leonard Wester. And yeah. if he makes a team, I'm going to be so sad yeah. because depth at that right tackle position, yeah. oof, that's tough. Patrick Jackson on YouTube Live has a question. He says, this is about the running backs in preseason games. Is it just over 20 yards for a lead rusher typical? Is it concerning you see the numbers so low? Mm. I mean, they can what, five to... Five to ten carries, if that. Yeah. So no, I don't think it's bigger, too big of an issue. Yeah, I think they're just putting a bunch of guys out there and just seeing if yeah. one of them has the ability Flash to like, or something yeah, like that. yeah, to do something like that. Maybe tear a big one or make a make a show stopping play. Here are the numbers for the running backs. Your leading rusher was Thomas Rawls, seven carries for nineteen yards. Wow, I actually don't even remember watching him play. I at did, all. I did, and I and I wasn't too big fan of Rawls in this game. Cersei on the live commentary noticed that or said that he runs hard and that he likes him. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it just seemed like every play he would get the ball, he would do a jump cut either left or right, and he would just go forward at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, a couple times he kind of broke through. Not even, I think one time he broke through for like a decent gain, but he really wasn't that impressive to me in the, the game overall. Devontae Mays, five carries for negative one yards. That is not good. That is not good. But when you have Wester on your team. That's true. And Devontae Mays had two carries for 15 yards. And I have to add Thomas Rawls had, or I'm sorry, receptions. And I have yeah. to add that Thomas Rawls had three receptions for 19 yards. And it was, uh, it came out a little bit before we came on uh, on air that Armstead is on the last day of the uh, concussion protocol. So he should probably play nice. Thursday. Nice. Yeah. That'd be good. And another thing about Devontae Mays is he had one little check down. He caught just to bail Minshew out. And his other reception he took for like 14 yards is a pretty impressive run, like flare out of the backfield. And this is coming after last week when Devontae Mays had like blew up a rush, a, a, a lead linebacker or a D end. It was in pass protection. Are you worried about uh, Blue's ankle at all? I never really was big on the Blue bandwagon. Not that he has a bandwagon, but I was never big yeah. on that he was going to be able to come in and do much for us. Yeah, he, I mean, he flashed a little bit in preseason, in my opinion, in the yeah. first game. But if we're... Having to depend on Alfred Blue to get us into the end zone, like we're got bigger problems. He, than he's that. shown some things in Houston, though. I mean, every year he's about 500 yards. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. As a number two, that's not bad. I'm not worried about his ankle, though, because it, I mean, everything out of camp and everything said he's fine. Maroon said he's yeah, fine. That ankle, though, it can be, you know, it, it lingers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next leading rusher was our boy, Alfred Blue, we just talked about. Yep. Alex Magoo had two carries, 21 yards, most efficient runner. <laughs> 10.5 yards per carry. Is he going to make the practice squad? Didn't he look better than Minshew to you? Uh, I thought they looked about even. Offensive line is so bad. It's hard to even it, gauge. It really is. Yeah. But I really liked what we saw out of Magoo. I mean, the, the play where he got it, escaped out of the pocket. We put a video up on our Twitter, not to keep, always keep pumping our Twitter, but we put a video up over the summer of breaking down Magoo's game. One of the things we talked about was his ability to extend plays mm-hmm. and to be able to find or keep his eyes down the field while he's escaping the pocket was the exact wording. And that's exactly what he did. He hit, who was the receiver he hit on that long? Was it McBride or was it a Brady uh, or a... I can't remember who it was. Robinson maybe? maybe? I can't remember. Mike Walker, I can't remember. Yeah, so it was someone down the side that should have caught it and it's a great throw. He has that. He had that long run where he had this stiff arm that 
everyone's seen the video on that. But for me, I mean, I like Magoo in that spot over Minshew. Really? Yeah. I'm sold on Magoo. I okay. liked him. He's got the size. He's got the speed. He's kind of got that, like, just something about him. He's, like, tatted up. It's just like, like man, that's the guy that I, that I would trust to come in and, and win. We always say on here, who can come in and win two out of four games if he had to? I think Magoo I don't know do if that. anybody on that team. Oof. I bet Magoo could do that. I, With the defense we have, if we're not At that point, just tank the season if we really have to rely on them. Yeah, it's good to have Armstead back for sure. Yeah. Um, Patrick Jackson says he looks he looks like a good pickup from what we've seen so far, aside from injuring our own linebackers. And he said, Blue is one of those week four, I've got six injuries, who's on waivers fantasy picks. That's that's really accurate. We haven't right even there. drafted yet. No, no, we will, though. We are ne- next week. Yeah, like three drafts weekend. coming up. Yeah, we got a bunch of drafts coming up. Our Another Jags podcast draft is com- coming up this weekend. We are going to be filling the spots this week via Twitter, so make sure you are keeping track of that. Because I think I got my invite. I, I believe so. We're still the the board. The board of directors is still mulling over your application. Okay. I think I got the invite on Yahoo already. But mm, okay. it's not on Yahoo. So oh, okay. Yeah, we're on ESPN. No, my email was. We're know, on ESPN. I got it in my Yahoo account. All right, continue our game of does he make the team? CJ Board. CJ Board. No. That position. I think that position set. He looks good though. He does look good. So in the another does he go practice squad? I think he might. Do you think he pops up with another team? I think Tay Hayes pops up with another team, and I also think that Leonard Wester makes the team, unfortunately. I don't think Wester makes the team. I think he just has so much air quotes, so much pedigree. He's played, yeah. you know. Uh, I don't know. Over who, though? Because I saw uh, uh, Philip Heelman. I'm not sure how you pronounce Heilman, his name. Yeah. Heilman, He predicted that Josh Wells gets cut. And I've always liked Josh Wells. He's a, I mean, I don't want him to start, but I think he's good depth, good swing tackle. I like Josh Wells. Yeah. I think he's so much better than, than Wester, Wester yeah. for sure. Then who does Wester make the team over? A Gobway? Yeah, maybe. I hope not. I really have a Gobway. I mean, probably not, actually. I don't know. So CJ Board, yeah. He he was one of those guys just solid throughout the preseason. Mm-hmm. I like it. I yeah. like it. All right. Uh, we talked about Devontae Mays a little see, bit. I could see him sneaking on the, onto the practice squad. Yeah. I think if he's not signed by another team, he's for sure practice squad. You know, I wish we had... The Eagles had this receiver, like uh, Agu Dazi. He had, he had that sideline catch that was originally called an incomplete pass. They went back and reviewed yeah, it, and forever. it was they yeah, were inbounds. Like, yeah, tap, the dude's tap. like six six, and just like the ball was even going to him, but he was able to keep his feet in bounds. Like, why don't we have a receiver like that? Terrell Pryor is he that? Yeah. How tall is he? Like six five, and is by far more athletic than that guy is. I mean, I hope so, but I haven't is, seen Terrell yeah. Pryor do anything in three yeah. years. He, th- he hasn't been good since 2016. Yeah, well, he's that 6'5 receiver you want. But is he a, Is he yeah, going to be able to do that? Sure, Just because absolutely. he's 6'5. Okay. I mean, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. I mean, I don't think he's going to be a 1,000-yard receiver again like he was in Cleveland getting force-fed, but I think he's a good... He can go up and get the ball. Foles, he loves his big receivers. I can see him doing some damage. Yeah. All right, here's another guy that impressed me from the game. Logan Cook. He looks... He's, I, I feel like he always does that, though. One game he's on, one game he's off. I don't remember him ever being off. Like, I know he doesn't, like, boom it. Last game, he was trash. I mean, he had two nice punts. I know punts it's preseason, but okay. Five, he had a punt that landed inside the five, and a, or at the five, and a punt landed at the 15. He's, he's an average punter, maybe below average. He's in that area, which is a shame. That was a loaded. Wish we could have gotten Dixon, Seahawks. Was... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Punter's important when you're a team that yeah. wins on defense. I mean, how many times? And we always praise special teams and decamillus, and we. 
have these. I mean, Lambo's above average, but punting and I feel like our return team I, I, punt coverage is just below average. Okay, the coverage teams I will admit have been so pretty bad. bad, and they've always praised that. But no, I think what they like is the, why do they keep them? I know it's not one play. Dude, the trick McCray. plays they run, dude. I That's love true. the trick plays. That's the, true. Like I remember, like I was watching the opening uh, game of the season last year, and the first kick of the season, a fake. I think no, Keelan Cole caught it, and they ran around another guy behind him, and he yeah. like fake pitched it. Yeah, like I love that stuff. Yeah, like, I, I get so excited about that stuff. It's just the things like can't cover punt. Uh, Block kicks. Yeah. Um, think it's like things you can't really teach because it's the guys at the bottom of the roster, or you should be able to. But I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, I just he looked good against the Eagles. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So about C.J. Alexander, he was a guy we praised on the last podcast. Got he made a good play. Got his eyes in the right place. Very instinctual guy. Looked good week one against the Ravens. Week two had one good tackle in space, but he was not very good in coverage. And I was kind of hoping he could fill that spot of that outside linebacker, yeah. maybe in four three. But man, his if they ran play action, I mean, it's a guarantee. I would run play action on him all day, unfortunately. And and I like the guy. Yeah, that, I I really hope that's a position that we're going to be looking at uh, roster cuts. Um, from like other teams. Yeah, for sure. Stephon Anthony got cut the other day. I saw he's not very good. Uh, Paul Warlow Warlow from the Ravens got cut or the Eagles got cut. So there's players out there that can be solid. We don't need anything spectacular. We're a nickel a lot, but it's a really below average group right now. I I, I will say Especially so. Especially with mean, Jake Ryan. Are we getting out. anything out of Leon Jacobs? You think? We'll see. I has he been playing? Honestly, I can't even recall. He played a couple snaps week yeah. one. I don't, so he's I don't got remember seeing up. him week two. Yeah. That's what it seems like. I mean, got a little bit of experience. He, you think Josh? I don't know if Josh. I wish Josh Allen would be playing there. On he played. He he. I I watched him a couple. I think he was in the first couple series. No, I meant linebacker wise. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. general. And he they kind of ran away from him, and he really didn't really look that good. Yeah. Would you rather have him or DJ Alexander playing linebacker though? No, I mean he didn't. Not that he looked bad. I'm just saying he looked okay. Like he wasn't. He didn't look as good as the week one. Yeah. With preseason. Uh, I'd rather have him, of course. Yeah. Yeah. CJ Alexander. Yeah. I wish it, isn't DJ Alexander like a good linebacker? Who? No. What? Who were we just asking? We're talking CJ. about CJ. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, CJ. Yeah. I thought. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> that quarterback or that receiver who threw the ball for the Eagles that should have been intercepted by Tay Hayes, mm-hmm. none other than Greg Ward Jr. Yeah. Quarterback from Houston. Houston. Tour at Florida State. Big time. Yeah. yeah. So you think the offensive coordinator who taught him how to throw will be able to teach James Blackman how to throw? Kendall? Uh, he wasn't there. No, he wasn't. No, too bad. That was Tom Herman. Oh, very good. Coach. That was then. Yep. Oh, Tom Herman. Okay. Um. Anyone else stand out to you? Uh, I you got talked about a little bit on Twitter. Uh, Dayton Jones looked pretty good. Yeah. What did you think about that play where he basically yeah, took he out Cody him. Kessler? I feel bad for Cody Kessler. I like him a lot, but I think he's gonna make the team. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I mean, he's looked he looked good. Yeah. He, he can definitely, he can play, I think, he, not what they want Taven to be, but right now I feel like he's a more advanced version of Taven, kind of. He can play defensive tackle and defensive end right now and be average. Let's stay on the D line a little bit here yeah. because two guys that got some snaps. Smoot got his first sack, or not his first, but got a sack. Smoot and 
Tave and Brian and yeah. uh, Alan. <clears throat> Anyone look good, not look good? What did you think about those guys? Because that's who everyone was looking at on the D line. Yeah. What were your thoughts on those guys? Um, they looked okay. We got pushed around. I think we got pushed around a little bit. Um, I don't remember too much pressure, honestly, but I think we got pushed around a little bit too much, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, the defense didn't look bad. There's just so many. I mean, how many false starts were there on the, the offensive the line? Eagles, we counted at least four or five. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was bad, but yeah, that kind of the penalties took them out of it more than our defensive line did, unfortunately, which is kind of sad. Smoot had three tackles, and he wasn't even credited for a sack. He got half a sack. Got half a sack. Yep, him and uh, Lennon Johnson. Smoot, three tackles. Do you think Smoot makes the team? Tim and Brian, one tackle. I think Smoot makes the team, but I would not be surprised if he gets cut. That's what I think because yeah, just not a guy that is doing anything and hypes himself up and he gets hyped up so much and he has been one of the most unimpressive people. I kind of gave Tave and Brian the benefit of the doubt after week one because I watched every single snap and he got double teamed. They ran away from him. Yeah. He got some pressures. Week but two was rough. Week two, I mean, he just disappeared. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. think he played as many snaps though. Week two, yeah. but he totally he got blown up that one play when they ran it like right at him. First yeah, play of the game. well, I mean, you got a fullback running at you. Still though, he got blown off like five yards off the line of scrimmage. Oh, man, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. That is not ideal. It's not. So, what do you think? Let's say still so young. Uh, let's say worst case scenario. Okay, everyone's kind of already thinking that Taven Bryan's a bust. Bust, yeah, for sure. If Taven's a bust, what does the D line look like this year and next year? Um, are we really counting on Taven Bryan to take that step? Okay. Da- but if we're we saying if he's Darius, a bust. Darius is going to be playing a lot of snaps. Uh, Kalea slides into that role a lot. Josh Allen, I mean, it's, it's not going to ruin our franchise. How about next year, though? Next year's D line? Uh, Next year's D line? I mean, they'll draft his replacement. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still we still have him for three more years after this anyway. So, Patrick Jackson on YouTube Live says, "Have you seen Mariota's spectacular touchdown run against the Patriots?" I refuse to watch that. I'm glad we're not seeing Foles risk his body like that in the preseason. I still haven't seen the really the Derrick Henry run versus the Jags, so I tried not to watch them as much as possible. The Titans. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the run, and yeah, I mean, it's it's. I saw. I heard he flipped or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's what? not smart for That's, that to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, though. We all saw Ryan Fitzpatrick run, where he lowered his helmet. Yeah, I saw you all that. saw that. I did see that. How much respect did you have for Fitzpatrick after that? I thought that was pretty dumb in general. I mean, it's not smart as far as his health, but how much respect do you have for the guy? I mean, I didn't really think about it that way. You didn't? Like, nah. Garoppolo tore his ACL the same way last year. So I mean, yeah, but it can also be the thing that like pushes you to. Yeah, it's preseason. Yeah. Regular season, maybe I'd be like, okay, that's cool. But preseason, that's I, I'd rather not see that. Okay, so here's a good question we got off of uh, YouTube, and uh, it's pretty, it's a pretty good one. And it is from David. I'm sorry, I'm a little blind here. David Elizondo, mm-hmm. Elizondo, and he's at Elizondo, Elizondo David. Sorry, I butchered that 100. Yeah, you did. Big time. <laughs> I can't read these wow, Twitter that was handles. Very impressive. Why can't they just be like easy Twitter handles? Say these complicated names. But uh, here's a good question: Would you take the over or the under if it's at three and a half of the number of times you mention UCF Jaguar and/or a Brent Papineau Twitter question? 
today, this episode? <laughs> Probably not until we were asked that. So there's one UCF. There's two now. So here's the thing is we don't... Um, we didn't ask for questions on this one. We just kind of went live and we're just That's taking true. YouTube questions. We're taking Twitter questions live. So had we had requested Jags fans for, see, you have to understand we're not just questions. We're also comments. Like if you have a comment and you want to tell us your comment, we'll read that too. This isn't like the Jason Mike talk hour where we talk about our feelings in the Jags and how we feel about them. If we're for the fans, if you got something you want to say, you put it out there and we read it. And so that's why we read those guys because they want their opinions well known and now David Elizondo you are part of that group mm-hmm. so got good. him I'm good I'm glad alright well I think we, I want to talk about the defensive backs and the future of that position because there has been some up and down with that position but before we do we're going to take a break oh shucks yes so we are going to hit some quick ads if you're listening to the podcast we'll be back right after these ads if you're watching the live stream on youtube then we will be back in like five minutes okay about five minutes we'll see if we can make five minutes thank you again for listening to episode 82 and we'll be right back after this break and welcome back to another jags podcast episode 82 the preseason second episode how great is preseason Scale of 1 to 10, give me your preseason rankings. This preseason, it's been like a 2. Ooh, a fat 2 it's because no one's been playing. It's been yeah, great. Yeah, it's been super rough. But we want to thank you guys. No injuries, though. That's true. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yep. Thank you guys for watching the live stream on YouTube. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast, whether it be Overtime Network, Big Cat Country, uh, wherever it is uh, that we're syndicated, a couple different places now, which is great. And it's because of you guys, and we really appreciate your input, so... Log on, give us your uh, feedback on any of the mediums that we're out there on, and um, we'll read them. We may not take them to heart, but we will definitely 100% read them. But I wanted to get to a little bit the defensive back position because defensive back is one that we kind of pride ourselves on, and we're not sure how it's going to look. Like, no secret, Jalen Ramsey went on Taylor Lewan's podcast and yeah. said that he wouldn't mind playing in Nashville or, or playing in Las Vegas. Obviously, when you're on someone else's podcast, you're going to say things that don't make sense. You do it all the time on this podcast. Every single second. So we can kind of give them the benefit of the doubt for that. But at the same time, like let's not be ignorant to the fact that he's searching the big time market. And there's a potential that we could be replacing some solid defense backs here coming up soon in the future. Whether it be Hayden, whether it be Boye, we if, if we do keep Jalen or, or Jalen. Yeah. So who has... Impressed you the most this preseason as far as the defensive backs go? Um, they've all had some good plays and they've all had some negative. The best though, it's a tough one. They've each one had a rough game. I feel like they've alternated. Breon Bordas had a rough game one, played well last game. Uh, uh, Tay Hayes had a good week one. It was okay week two. Probably Borders, I guess. Revis, I don't know. He had a, a, a really rough week too, as well. Revis had a, a uh, he didn't have a great week. He made some good plays. He made some yeah. bad plays. I like Revis though. Revis is going to be a good player, and he's. I think Revis will be a guy we can get on this podcast. Yeah, because um, me we go back and forth on Twitter a little bit, and I think this could be something that happens soon. Just tease that at just a, a tad. Speaking of people on the podcast, 
Patrick Jackson says, will we ever see Joey and Mike in the same place at the same time? Or does the camera not pan out that wide? Uh-oh. <laughs> I think it's Jason's very small table and living room. I like it, Patrick. It's very poor <laughs> I like camera. I like it, Patrick. I like it. Good one. Yeah, he's going to be thinking about that one like for the next three days now. Probably It's going to be eating at him. All right, uh, defensive backs. Yeah, CJ Revis. I like. I think Trey Herndon has been played playing well. Um, there was one drag in like the third quarter where he was chasing a guy on a drag, and he lost him, and the dude ended up getting like a twenty yard gain on it. But we've seen Jalen lose guys on drags across the field, so yep. I don't want to get too caught up on that play. Uh, but he did get beat in that man scenario. Ideally, you'd like the D line to get a little more pressure on that instead of uh, Herndon have to chase a guy like clear across the field, but. Overall, I thought Hernan's looked good. Yeah, Tay Hayes, we talked about a guy who will probably pop up somewhere else. Yeah, and uh, between those three guys, I mean, that's some. I think that's some quality depth back there. Yeah, we haven't. We didn't see a lot of Quentin Meeks this week. Meeks played okay week one. Yeah, he looked decent yeah. week one. I mean, he. These are guys you don't ideally want covering like other teams' number ones, but like, as far as depth goes, it's yeah, it's not bad. So. What's your before we get into previewing the upcoming game against the Dolphins? What were your takeaways and what were your like general thoughts overall, like exiting the game? I don't know if there really is much you can take away. Uh, o line depth is really bad. You can take that away. Um, linebacker depth is pretty poor. You can take that away. But I'm not too worried about the regular season. Last year we. Felt on top of the world after the preseason, and where did that get us? So I'm not. I'm. I'm. Stay healthy. That's all I'm pretty much worried about. We have to apologize to Breon Borders for not mentioning him in amongst the DBs. Breon Borders has had a pretty good. I did camp. Say, I said Borders. I oh, said, you did. I said week two. He played well. Week one it was a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a guy that I think pops up on another team yeah. somewhere. Usually the Packers end up picking up guys that we cut. Yeah. So that's Pack- why Jaguars North. <laughs> um. My takeaways were basically offensive line needs help. And we've had issues with offensive line for a while. And it's, it's uh, it has not looked good the last two weeks. Talks about Breon Borders. Um, James O'Shaughnessy, he had that nice little skinny post yeah. he caught across the middle of the field. That apparently, was nice. Apparently he's had a good camp too. So yeah, yeah, I mean, this, he looks like he's been working on his hands. He's, just, he's an athletic looking guy. He's Henry always Foles. been. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited about those two, that combo of those two. Um, I think Joe O'Shaughnessy could surprise people. I kind of called him to be the biggest most improved player last year. Okay. And I might have been a year off. Okay. Might have been a year away. Um, how about Doug Marone? He's lost a bunch of weight. Oh, yeah. He looks completely different, man. I, I saw him on the mic'd up thing. Cut out the whiskey jacks. He must have, He must not be eating three entrees, but <laughs> it was insane. He looked so much better. I was I was happy for him, and looks like a totally different guy. Yeah. Um, I noticed the defensive backs did struggle in cover one. So anytime the uh, the linebackers and the corners were manned up, yeah. you had that one free safety. Usually it was Revis. That puts a lot on a defense, though. Yeah, but it tends better to defenses that are athletic. Okay. So if you have like you know athletic guys who will just like man you up and like beat you up and do things like that, then cover one. I'm a fan of cover one. I yeah. like cover one because I think you can just kind of minimize the risk in the middle of the field, and that's how I think people make their money to the middle of the field. Give them the corners. Give him the over the top and uh, just you know play athlete ball. Gardner Minshew did a good job hanging into the pocket. Yeah, he's definitely a tough kid. He definitely was a uh, 
Improved player from week one of preseason for sure. Night and day. Which you could expect from a rookie playing in his first game. Um, I, I felt like just like overall, like the what our coaches were trying to get a look at from our team just like didn't match up well against like what the Eagles were trying to get a look at. Yeah. You know, like here here's what I mean by that. Like let's say in the preseason, like you are trying to win, but you're more trying to get a look at certain formations mm-hmm. or certain things, like position battles, whatever it is. Like let's say the Jags are trying to look at that Sam linebacker position battle and they're rotating a bunch of guys in and calling a bunch of different plays to see who plays that Sam backer the best. Okay. Well, that Sam backer is not going to be on the field in nickel formation. Yeah. So if a situation called for in the Eagles game or the Ravens game that they went four wide receivers or five wide receivers, mm-hmm. even like trips, you would go to nickel, but the Jags are trying to get a look at the Sam backer. Yeah. So like what they're trying to get a look at maybe doesn't really match up well or you know, Taven Bryan may not be a, a late round guy in the future. He might be an early round guy. Yeah. And they wanted to get as many as many reps as he could. So third and long, you don't normally see Taven Bryan there. You might see Smoot in there. Mm-hmm. And in this situation, you saw Taven Bryan. Yeah. So I just think like what the Eagles were trying to get a look at just matched up really well against what we were. Okay. We were trying to play that big ball and see, keep everything in front of us, yeah. you know, in the box, down a distance. And yeah. uh, it I'm- was... I'm not taking too much out of these first few games. No, you really can't. Yeah, no. All right, well, there's only one more thing to talk about this week before we jump on to our real preview episode of this game, which will be on Wednesday nights. Is what are you looking forward to the most or the least about playing the Dolphins in week three in Miami? Uh, the least? Or, or, or most. I don't care. Um, Start whatever you want. I'm excited to see Foles. I'm really excited. If he does play, I know, who knows what Marone will do, but the word is right now he will play. I'm really excited to see Foles. It's been a, a long offseason of no quarterback, quarterback play. play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you be disappointed if Foles didn't play? No, just keep him healthy. Um, if it pays off in the regular season, of course I'll be happy. But, I mean, if it... Yeah. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm excited to see how... Honestly, I want to see Josh Rosen a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he went 10 for 18 last game, 102 yards. Okay. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see that. Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah. you think he trucks a Jaguar the way he did last week? He trucked the, the Buccaneers? Not a, not a chance. The Buccaneers look bad, man. They're a bad team. Yeah, they they really are. Yeah. Patrick Laird from the Dolphins. Ever heard of him? Nope. Running back? I'm not. Seven carries, 51 yards, 7.3 yards per carry. Okay. We might see a healthy dose of him. What about Kenneth Farrow? You heard of Kenneth Farrow? I don't believe so. Three carries, 41 yards, 13.7 yards per attempt. Wow. Yeah, not bad. Now here's one you might have heard of in the past. Miles Gaskin. Yes. Your boy from Washington. Yeah. He had five carries, eight yards, only a 1.6 average. Not they great. They got some backs down there. However, none of them, none of them could score a touchdown yeah. last week. Okay. So, I'm, I'm a, let's play a fun game. We like to make up games on the spot here. Okay. This game's called... Name the Dolphins receiver who led the team in yards in their week two preseason game against the Bucks. Oh, God. I, I did see a Reddit post about some random dude being fighting for a number one spot. I Saeed Blacknall from Penn State. Yeah, no. One reception, 25 yards. Yeah, no. Does, Most yards. Does nothing for me. This is insane. I don't know if I can name a receiver that played. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 Different receivers. And one person had 25 yards. Were targeted. <laughs> 16 different receivers were targeted. The highest yardage was one catch for 25 yards by Saeed Blacknall. 
Here's something that's interesting. Isaiah Ford. 6'2", 194-pound wide receiver at Virginia Tech. Local boy. From Providence High School. Yeah. Had two catches for 20 yards. Okay. That was pretty cool to see. Good for him. He was a track guy. I'm glad to see he made his way into the lineup there. Kenny Stills. It'll be fun to see some DBs play against him. Yeah. Mike Gesicki. Yeah. We both like Mike Gesicki. Yeah. Thought he was a good he's guy even, coming out. I heard he's not going to be starting this year. It's going to be Nick O'Leary and like... I doubt Nick O'Leary starts over No, him. that's not the word I know on the they street. have another one. Yeah. But Nick O'Leary's not starting over him. That's the word on the street. It's Clive Walford, right? Or no, no. He's, is he going to start over him? No, I heard it's... I was reading it was... It was O'Leary and another guy they have. Oh, wow. Flores, he's a Billichek dude. You know how they are. They don't play good Probably people. can't block or something. Chris Myrick. I'm not sure who it was, but... 6'5", tight end at Temple. And they have so many tight ends, it's But I heard, heard Kaseki's running seconds. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. As far as our defense goes, not a lot that's going to really give us a test, which is why I'm... I mean, why play if they're going to be... I mean, are they going to show you anything? I mean, Nick DeLuca... Five tackles. Remember, you remember Nick? Nick yeah, DeLuca? of course. Montana, right? <laughs> uh, Nick DeLuca is from North Dakota State. North Dakota nice State. try. Nice Shucks. try. Um, besides that, I mean, Mika Fitzpatrick might play a series or two or three. He's a beast. Yeah, I mean, but besides that, Bobby McCain, he's kind of dropped off the last couple of years, yeah, in, in my opinion. They need to cut out preseason they do you're getting more from joint practices than you are the actual game there's no point anymore yeah that's true i mean it's and i i read an article today on espn oh the revenue from a preseason game well thank god you charge ten dollar for beer at a regular season game so i mean patrick jackson says question on youtube live did the offensive play calling play to Minshew's strengths more in week two a Jags YouTuber, Treeb, who we love, Treeb Talks, he was pretty critical that they were playing him under center a lot and taking him out of his college comfort zone. I think he played a, a slightly worse team. He was playing against the Ravens once. Um, and I think he had a little bit more time to pass this week. And I, I, don't think he I don't think the game was called any differently, honestly. I didn't see as much two tight end sets. I didn't see as much... Passing on early downs either, though. Okay. There was a lot of running on early downs. I think they wanted to get a good look at the rush offense in this game for whatever okay. reason. And we saw some running backs get some some chances. I like the Minshew showed you can get out of the pocket a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just keep plays alive. I think he kept a play alive on like the first drive of the game or the second, second drive of the game. And it had a pretty decent throw to Keelan Cole. A little underthrown, but good idea. Almost had it. Um, I don't know. I'm a little hesitant to call to say I'm comfortable with Minshew at this point. I mean, if Foles goes down, it's not going to matter to anything. I mean, might as well lose. Could Magoo win you? No. Nothing? No, nothing. No. There's not many quarterbacks in the NFL that you are going to be winning with in that scenario. I mean, That's not true. Who? Like, Foles, let's say, let's when say, he's say you're, the, let's say you're the Saints and you have Bridgewater come in. How many games do you think Bridgewater wins? Like I said, there's not many teams okay. that have that. What if the the Dolphins? What if uh, Rosen goes down? Like I said, there's not many okay. teams. What about the two teams that have a backup? Okay. What about the Rams? What if the Rams go? No, Blake Bortles goes no. down. Does Blake, Blake Bortles come no, in? He does not. Uh, where did um, where did Tyrod Taylor go? I don't know if he's even in the NFL right now. Tyrod Taylor. Do you think he comes in? He win you some games? No. No. That's the reason he's a free agent. You right don't now. think Chad Henney with the the Chad Henney? No. No. Uh, you don't no. think any of these guys? No. I don't know, man. No. I think they're out there, and 
I think they give you a lot. Backup quarterback. But they give you a better chance to win games than a guy like oh, Gardner yeah. Minshew. I don't think Gardner Minshew can get you a first down in the NFL. Just, why not just tank then at that point? You know your season's over. Why tank? What if it's late in the season and you're like making a playoff run? So you think... Okay, so so in your opinion, if you've won 12 games in a row and Foles goes a, down, then we're going to put... That's a little bit different. Okay, so in that situation, how do you feel about Minshew coming in? Okay, I mean, Tyrod Taylor, I mean... I mean, it's you, there's got to be... I don't feel comfortable that Gardner should get you a first down in the NFL, is what I'm saying. I think he gets a first down in the I don't NFL. know. He can barely get one in preseason. You're, on the, you're such a flip-flopper. How am I a flip-flopper? How am I a flip-flopper? You were literally on his bandwagon less than two seconds ago. I was on his before bandwagon. Before his first game. You love before him. Before his first game. And then one pass later, you're on his... You okay. love him again. I, mean, I love how people are so just like extreme. Like, yeah, I love him. you're a flip-flopper. Him. I was interested. Okay. I was interested okay. in his play And then style. Magoo makes one play. Oh my God, he's the future. I was interested in, in, in his... I was interested in their play style. I haven't seen Magoo and I haven't seen Minshew play in our offense. I got to see two games of them. Okay. I can't say 100%, but right now I don't feel comfortable for Minshew getting us a first Neither down. I don't think and, but many, I feel like Magoo could. There's not many players. I mean, at, at that point, your season's over. You lose your starting quarterback, the season's over. I don't think your season will be over. I think you could go out and get what if you got Sam Bradford. The guy that can last like a half a quarter okay, before getting well, injured. All he needs to do is pull a foals and win some playoff games. That's all he's got to do. He's so, going to make a whole so season. So one of the most miraculous stories of all time. That's yes. all he has to do. Yeah. Okay, so a Disney movie is what needs to happen. Yes. Okay. If foals went down and we were in the and we were in the playoff run, I would feel better about Bradford making that okay. Disney yeah, run than I would mention. Sure he would want ten million dollars. You could try. He would try. not want ten million. What did he get paid last year? If he's a free agent, he'll take anything. Oh, uh, take anything. Reasonably. Okay, he's made yeah. $140 million in his career. You think he's going to come back and play for scraps? I think for a chance to take the Jaguars to Super Bowl, he would. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. These guys are competitors. Okay. But I, that's one position uh, group that we'll be excited to see. Um, I just wanted the starters to play. If the starters play, yeah. I'll be happy. I wish it was here in Jacksonville, but it's okay. I'm not driving down to Miami. Yeah. Not that serious for preseason. Hopefully everyone stays healthy. And uh, that's pretty much the hope. And then week four, we're at home. What do you think the attendance is like week four? Uh, who do we play week four? Week four is the Bucks, correct? Well, we do play them every. I know we usually play like yeah. the Bucks, Dolphins, Falcons. Yeah, I think it's okay. the Bucks. Um, so yeah, neither no starters will be playing. That just stay healthy. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be the ultimate yeah. waste of time. Falcons, they play the Falcons. I'm sorry. I know that's usually the Thursday. Thursday. They play the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll play this Thursday and then next Thursday. So good. Then we kick off 9-8, September 8th. 21 days. Chiefs. I cannot wait. Give me the line on that game as it stands right now. I couldn't tell you what it is right now. Take a guess. Four points, five points. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Probably a touchdown they went by, but I think it's going to be close going into the fourth. Yeah, I think I might. I mean, I'm not a gambler, but I would take the Chiefs in that probably Yeah. Um, if I were. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's going to end it for episode 82 of another Jags podcast. Thanks for... Uh, being with us on this random Sunday night live stream yeah. on YouTube live. We're going to post this up to a podcast. I might do it tonight. I might do it tomorrow, but it'll be up at some point. Um, so look for it Monday morning. You can listen to it on your way to work. You can listen to it at work or in the gym or, you know, maybe you're going to school. I don't know. I can't speak for what you're doing, but listen to us. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And we will see you guys probably Wednesday night. It'll probably be Joey here, but we don't know because you know how Joey is. It's a flip-flopper worse than me. All right, thanks for listening to episode 82. And as always, go Jags. Go Jags.